Welcome to the Farmcast. I'm Dana Shinners. Today I'm in the studio with Ryan and Colleen, Vegilution Farmers. Bienvenidos a la Farmcast. Este es el primer episodio disponible en español, con más por venir. Para escuchar en español, por favor, avanzar unos cinco minutos. So we have Ryan and Colleen in the studio today for an update on soil health. So how's the soil doing, guys? It's going well. It's wet and it's rainy and uh, everything is green, which is nice. So that means the cover crop is growing. Um, So we seeded the cover crop um, about a month ago. We seeded it on November 14th and it's a mixture of bell beans, peas, and vetch in equal parts, and then an additional component of oats, which um, accounts for 7% of the overall mixture. So it's been growing for about a month, and it looks great and healthy. It's like a lush green carpet Mm. out there. The no-till plot is um, in the works. We, I think the last time that I was on the podcast, we hadn't really started actually shaping any of the beds in the no-till plot using no-till practices. Um, so we've shaped quite a few beds that way um, at this point. Lots of beds. So do you feel connected to the land as a farmer? I was actually just thinking about this on Saturday a lot because usually on Saturdays I get here early to harvest lettuce. Um, So I'm here before anyone else and I get to just walk around the farm by myself, which honestly is like a very rare occurrence at Vegilution to be here by yourself. Um, And I was just really appreciating like being able to be out there on my own. Um, It was really cold. So I was like, you know, in like my bajillion layers and many collared shirts. Um, But I think that like one of the things that I find most fulfilling about working here and being a farmer is to be able to be outside every day. Having that opportunity to be outside on a regular basis is really nourishing to me. I think that having space to be in the sun and just like do something physical with my body is like really powerful to me. Um, And I, I just find what I do very satisfying over time in working here for a little more than three years, um, see the changes over the course of the season, the seasons, and then also changes year to year in what our soil looks like, what we're planting, um, just the landscape of the farm, how it changes with the seasons. Um, and I think that since becoming a farmer, I've been much more aware of and like in tune with just weather and it's really fun to go to like farming workshops and conferences and stuff because like talking about the weather is not small talk at all talking about the weather is like crucial to your like career um and so I've been much more like yeah keyed in to that um and just like stuff that's happening with the climate and different just how how things change from year to year that's interesting so it not only you feel connects you with the land, but also um, connects you with people in a, in a different way, sort of the group of farmers, you feel part of that group as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of shop talk, so I really appreciate any, any opportunity I get to like 
hang out with another farmer and, and be like, oh, yeah, like, what do you use to, like, for aphids or, you know, like, oh, man, that big rain, like, oh, yeah, my field got washed out, you know, just, like, stuff, stuff like that. And I just get so jazzed when I have the opportunity to talk to other farmers about farming. What about you, Ryan? I, too, nerd out about farming. <laughs> Everything Colleen said, and for those people who know, I am an art major, and I do paint and draw and all those things. When I finish a piece or some kind of work, I have a certain, certain amount of attachment to it. And the same thing goes with like the work that I do here. So when I make a bed by hand, like we're doing in the no-till section, or when I see plants grow to their fullest point and you know produce good produce, like that for me, that's that's where I draw most of my connection from seeing things go through their cycles and being made and then go through their natural process. And So does that connection you feel with the soil and or the plants make it that much more difficult for you when things fail or frost kills things or natural failures just happen in farming? I think, uh, just like in art, you, you can easily mess up a piece and you make mistakes I think that's that is a huge part of being human making mistakes right and learning from those mistakes and like Colin was talking about the weather and insects and like poor soil health like all these different aspects they're gonna happen Mm -hmm. it's how you cope it's how you learn it's how you do better next time and so I'm not too disappointed as long as I don't make the same mistake so with all of these sort of shifts and changes on the farm, have you seen um, changes in the way that our community farmers interact with the farm and the soil? So our, with our ongoing volunteers, I think they're always curious as to why we're doing what we're doing, like making the beds by hand and being really thorough about it and planting the plants properly, being super diligent about everything we're doing in the, in the no-till area and where we're walking and what we're stepping on and all those things. Um, and, and I think they take, like I do, great pride in the work that they do. Do you think that the no-till plot has opened up more conversations about soil health? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, people want to know how it works, why we're doing it, what the benefits are, and what it's going to look like down the road, you know, and how long it's going to take. I think that um, one of the ways that I've seen a change in how our volunteers and our community interacts with the farm now that we've started um, the no-till plot and also the fact that we're resting so much of the farm this summer in the cover crop. Um, I see that most in some of our volunteers who've been around for many, many years who have been involved even since before I started working here that, you know, came and volunteered and worked on the farm when it was all hand cultivated because we didn't have a tractor. And I think that there were particular people that expressed some sense of loss when we expanded the farm, that there was the rhythm of the farm changed when we, you know, grew and when we got the tractor and the sort of more intimate connection that, that people felt, um, doing hand cultivation was, was lost a little bit. Um, and I think that some people had a very sort of, uh, strong emotional and sentimental connection to that. Um, and I think that now that we've, started in the no-till plot, you know, 
when we do shape beds for the first time, you have to do some minimal hand cultivation. But just that idea of like having that area be totally free of, of mechanization, I think has allowed some of those people to, to feel that they got that back, that sense of like a more um, personal connection through much more handwork. So I think that that's like a great result and benefit of, of doing the no-till plot is that there's an area in the farm, if it's not the whole farm yet, or if it ever will be, but an area in the farm where um, people can feel that more close connection because it's hand cultivated rather than tractor cultivated. To support the farm and all of our community farmers, please consider donating to our winter campaign. A donation of $50 will grow a 100-foot row of low-cost farm box veggies. A donation of $1,000 will support our basic farming costs for a month. Bienvenidos a la Farmcast. Soy Dana. Estoy aquí en el estudio con agricultores Ryan y Colleen. ¿Qué son las últimas noticias sobre el suelo? So, desde la última vez que estaba yo en el Farmcast, hemos sembrado el cultivo de cobertura en varias partes del, uh, del rancho y también hemos empezado con... Esta es la parte que está de experimentación para el uh, no-till, que es um, un método nuevo que estamos usando que no utiliza el tractor ni tampoco uh, cultiva cultivación a mano. Entonces, ahora ya tenemos un mes de, de crecimiento del cultivo de cobertura y está allá creciendo muy verde, uh, se ve muy bien. ¿Se siente conectado a la tierra a través de su trabajo? Sí, pues como una persona que, que trabaja afuera, en el sol, bajo el sol, um, siento muy conectada con la tierra, con, con la temperatura, el clima, el tiempo. Um, usualmente los sábados estoy aquí antes de otras personas y tengo un poquito de tiempo para andar en la granja sola que esta oportunidad usualmente no existe para estar sola en la granja. Um, entonces el sábado estaba pensando en que tengo mucho agradecimiento para, este, para el tiempo que tengo para estar en la granja sola, para apreciar de, del clima, del sol, de estar um, ahí afuera. Y siento que como mi trabajo es muy satisfechoso porque... Trabajo con mis manos, trabajo, trabajo con mi cuerpo y siento que lo que produzco es muy tangible, que, que puedo ver y sentir y comer um, lo que estoy produciendo y siento bien conectada con, con la tierra por eso. ¿Has visto cambios en nuestros participantes interacción con la tierra? Yo creo que en este momento tenemos... Pues tenemos muchos voluntarios, muchos miembros de nuestra comunidad que, que han estado aquí por muchos años. Um, han estado aquí antes que, que teníamos un tractor, um, cuando la granja estaba mucho más pequeña. Hay varias personas que se sintieron un poquito de pérdida cuando, cuando expandimos la granja y compramos el tractor porque lo necesitábamos. Y había 
un sentido de que el trabajo con las manos um, que tenían antes estaba un poquito más íntimo y hay personas que se sintieron um, más conectadas con la tierra antes de que teníamos el tractor. Y ahora veo que estas personas y, y, y otras personas también um, pueden ver y pu pueden conectar um, como en un lugar un poquito más chiquito, um, en un contexto más, más íntimo y pueden trabajar uh, con sus manos para, para cultivar esta, esta sección que tenemos, que estamos haciendo el no-till. El ambiente es un poquito diferente um, en, en esta parte de la granja donde no estamos usando ni el tractor ni cualquier otro, otro tipo de máquina. Apoya la granja con una donación a nuestra campaña de invierno. Una donación de 50 dólares va a cultivar 100 pies de verduras para nuestra caja agrícola. Una donación de 1,000 dólares va a apoyar nuestra granja por un mes. Should I know the way that you should go?